Welcome back to the Embody Your Wild podcast. I'm your host Jasmine. Feels like a long time since I've done a solo episode. Since the beginning of the year and since we've increased the numbers of podcasts that come out each month, I've been batch batch recording the podcast. So this is the first one that feels like it's been done in real time for for a few months. And it feels really beautiful to come on here today and share a little bit of my own story. Um, especially over the past couple of years and the the process and the journey I've found myself in and the next chapter that I'm stepping into. If you can hear cars passing by, I'm not sure if it will pick it up or not, but it's Thursday morning before nine o'clock so there's a little bit more traffic on the road outside than when I normally record but just knowing and trusting that it's okay and if it's in the podcast it's in the podcast it's just part of it so over the past month four weeks, yeah, past four weeks I've been journeying into a new chapter of my life Um, for those of you who may have been around for a while back in 2021 so I guess end of April 2021 I packed up all of my belongings with the intention to move down to Somerset. Um, So I was living in Sheffield and through, I mean before the pandemic, but in particular around the pandemic, I realized that living in a city was not for me. And I think it was probably like back end of 2018 that I really had that realisation. Love Sheffield, went to uni there, went back to Sheffield after travelling and living in Asia for two, I was in Asia for I think two and a half years. Um, And yeah, moved back a few months after being in England um, when I returned back in. 20, no, I arrived back like Christmas 2015, I moved back to Sheffield probably like spring 2016 and so I was I was there for, for a while and Sheffield's really held me through so much but it was never the place that I was wanting to settle. Um, I was brought up by the seaside, Robin Hood's Bay, Whitby, North Yorkshire, 
if you know it you will understand <laughs> it's an incredibly beautiful place and I always say I was so I don't like to use the word spoiled because that it's like spoiled's got really negative connotations but I was just really blessed with being given such a beautiful place to grow up and yeah living in a city served its purpose you know everything's on your doorstep Sheffield's got the Peak District on the doorstep as well you can like literally walk out of the city into the peaks within an hour um, but when the pandemic hit I really really knew that it wasn't where I was, was destined to be and I really thought it was going to be <clears throat> I really thought it was going to be Somerset I thought Somerset was the place that I was meant to go um, you know, I was building a community down there before the pandemic hit and I was so determined to get down there but I could never see it happening and I had this vision and you know sometimes when we are bringing things to fruition we can't see it and that's okay but this this felt disjointed and I think for the first six months of rec really recognising this I didn't allow space for that what was true to actually land and that actually moving to Somerset wasn't the the right thing um, I guess it was a little bit just being in the fantasy of it the dream state of it and not actually being with what's true and what's what's presenting itself within reality and so yeah I left Sheffield if you're also thinking hang on I thought you lived in Sheffield in like up until recently there's more to this story <laughs> so I did I went back to Robin Hood's Bay for the summer um, yeah I think it was end of April beginning of May 21 to October 21 that I was back in Robin Hood's Bay with family um, and within that that six month period I had a full-blown tower moment my whole life crumbled and it was one of the most intense experiences of my life and the most beautiful experience of my life as they always are it's you know it's the intensity and the beauty are parts of the same thread and before the tower moment really hit I knew that I had to find somewhere else to live it was only only meant to be for that period of time um, and I was still really determined to get down to Somerset and I think it got to about a month just over a month before I was due to 
um, leave Robin Hood's Bay, um, so I think it was end of August, beginning of September 2021, I, I just sat down and was like, okay universe, show me where I'm meant to be, show me where I'm meant to be, find me the place or bring the place into my awareness of where I need to be. I don't mind where it is and I had some preferences, Somerset being one of them. Um, and I was like, and I'd love to have a log burner a house to myself and I'd love it to be a house sit. And then I just went oh, around my day day to day for the next couple of hours and then I looked at my phone and I had a message from someone who I hadn't spoken to for a while, um, probably about six or seven months, saying that they were off to America um, and they were looking for someone to house it. Um, and it was back in Sheffield and I laughed. I was just like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. We're going back to Sheffield. So that's how I ended up back in Sheffield. I moved back beginning of October, 2021. And then I left, um, left for good, uh, July, 2022. So I house sat for that whole time. And you know, it was, what was presented to me was not exactly what I wanted but the universe always serves us exactly what we need and in that time as I was kind of like coming to the crux the crux the the climax of my um tower moment my crumbling Sheffield was exactly where I needed to be because I have strong community there and it was the gift that I was able to be held so beautifully during those moments um, by my community in Sheffield and start to rebuild my life again. And that's the main thing that happened during that time in Sheffield was I had this completely blank slate completely blank slate and as that tower moment started was actually when I began running the rebirthing breathwork or the tower moment started just before the first rebirthing breathwork and circle that I started running and It was perfect. It was absolutely everything I needed for that time. And I really trusted in it. I really trusted in the process. And I was only meant to be house sitting for them for three months. Um, and I just kept on extending and extending until they actually returned back to the UK and I was like okay this is this is the time that I need to need to leave because 
in that time in Sheffield it just held me and fed me and nourished me so well and even though it wasn't exactly where I wanted to be it was it was exactly what I needed I had the community I started to build my own community with the rebirthing breathworks which I am so incredibly grateful for the people that come into these these circles are just amazing you know we we go to some really deep places and it's it takes great courage to meet those parts of yourselves and I'm continuously in awe at the end of every breathwork for the willingness that people have within them to really meet themselves and meet the parts of themselves that come come to the light in these sessions and it's been a real honour to be able to continue to hold them so I now don't live in Sheffield which um, if you know me you probably know that already and I've been living with family just outside of um, Derby so just yeah just on the outskirts of Derby for the past can't do my maths seven eight months and it's been a real initiation because I again was only meant to be with family for the summer um, and yet life threw some twists and turns in there which meant that it wasn't feasible and it's been a whole journey of trusting these past two years these two years of living in boxes you know I'm someone who I loved I'm, I'm a traveler I love adventure but I have to have somewhere to come back to I have to have that nest I've always been the same like go away for like months for years and I would have like coming back to somewhere when I live I lived in Thailand for two two years and I loved it because I had my own apartment there um I was living on Koh Tao scuba diving um for two years and that was a really good base for me to go off and do like little trips around Asia the thing that made it for me was having the base to come back to over and over having that home and this part these past two years have been a real insight into how how we can find our roots within ourselves how we can stay grounded within ourselves how we can find our home within ourselves when we don't actually have a home and I have been incredibly blessed in the sense that I don't think I've ever in my life one opened myself up to the amount of like support and um, allowed myself or given myself permission to receive the amount of support that I have had the past couple of years um, and I just lost my trail of thread thought then 
just completely gone. But yeah, it's been... It's been two years of trusting. From back end of April 2021 to thinking, oh, I was just going to move move straight down to Somerset, October 2021, <laughs> to, in that time, have a complete tower moment, a complete crumbling of my reality. Um, it was, it has been a surefire way for maturity, you know, and we can have maturity in many areas of our lives as adults, but when we're in the thick of things, we can really see where it's lacking. And that's what the the tower moment really brought into my awareness. And this is why I speak so strongly of self-responsibility and taking ownership of our reality and to really, really be with what is. Because when we're in fantasy, when we are not, not rooted in our reality, um, none of it's true and when we're when we're trying to lead life from that place it's not on steady ground one when we're rooted in reality we're on steady ground and it can that can sound really unglamorous but it's actually the point of where transformation can take hold because we are deeply present to what is we're deeply present to what is in front of us, what is our reality, what is true. And there will be time when we don't like what our reality is offering us, what life is serving us. Yet when we are able to sit in the flames and watch everything around us turn to dust and ash, we are able to hold that within ourselves. We can create so much more from that place than ever before. And this is the beauty of the work that I offer, is because it guides you into these places to become the phoenix within the flames. And I don't, I'm not saying that there's more to the two years of deep trust. I've been embarking on a medicine wheel for pretty much since the... I've, I moved and then the medicine wheel started the week after. Um, it's a shamanic medicine wheel, it's deep, deep initiative initiatory path that's four to five years long and it's really really deep 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 work um and yeah we're almost two years through i think yeah we're probably going to be on it for about five years um and the the theme within our group was a lot of the same um situations happened within the group like a lot of people ended up 
uh, moving back home or like finding themselves in a housing situation that just kind of like collapsed underneath them very quickly so there's also reasoning behind the why of the the re- the length that it's taken as well to get to this point I also want to speak into that and I also just want to put a bit of a side note is my cat's trying to get in the door so if you can hear banging that's the cat trying to get in um yeah I think we also need to really acknowledge that sometimes what we are calling in and what we're trying to create within our lives some shifts that we are wanting to create they do not happen overnight you know we see the they can sometimes happen really quickly and I will get onto that but usually there's some foundations that have been set before you know um and this is what's happened with me so after you know patient patiently sometimes not so patiently waiting for my home to land I had a moment yeah it was it would have been about 4 weeks ago now um where I was just I was just at the end of my end of my tether with it I I was just so I'd just given up hope and you know that's always the sign it's like when we kind of are at that point where we feel like we can't go on anymore we know that it's just around the corner I can't give you a time time frame on that but it's just around the corner you know it's in those moments where we're like I can't go any further it's when the birthing mum's like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. She's so close to meeting her baby, closer than she realises. And this is the same with the visions that we create, the things that we're working towards, the things that we're walking towards. They are closer than we realise. And I I went for a walk. Um one evening and I was just I was just done <laughs> I was like I can't do this anymore I can't do this it's it's too much it's too hard I can't this current reality is too much for me um, and I just cried and I cried and I spoke to the land spirits I spoke to the earth and I was like I'm so ready I'm ready for this next chapter I'm ready for what life has to offer me I'm ready for this new chapter and I just kind of continued my walk and I continued to cry and I and found myself walk on my way home and then popped onto Right Move. If you're in the UK, you know what Right Move is. If you're not, it's like a a rental sell house selling place. And I 
just did my usual kind of just checked to see if there any new ones had popped up in the areas areas that I was looking at and I saw one and I was like oh that's the one that the estate agent was talking about that was meant to go on the market back in December and it was on on the same street that I wanted to live on in a village that's really really beautiful and I was like okay first thing tomorrow I will call them um I'd already seen a house with them on the same street um I think back in November um and didn't get it um so I called them up and I was like hi I just kind of was was like hey I've seen that you've got this on and they remembered me um I have a you know I have quite a unique name so it's not hard to remember that name (laughs) um and they were like oh yeah we remember you from the last viewing on the same street and they were like do you want to come and see it before anyone else does and I was like Yes. (laughs) And like, I really want to like, I won't name them, but like massive props to this estate agent because every time I've like spoken to them or had dealings with them, they have been so lovely. I have (laughs) dealt with a lot of estate agents during this time is two years and that is not the norm so like for me I was just so grateful I was grateful that they like recognized my name remembered me from the last viewing and that they were open to um, allowing me to come and view it first so we arranged for later in that day and it felt so aptly timed because I'd also started my bleed, so I was closing and shedding an old chapter. Um, so I went off to the house viewing and I was like, okay, you know, it was, I'll be honest, the tenants had left it in a real, like the previous tenants had left it in a real mess, so I had to look past, <laughs> past it, because it hadn't been cleaned or anything yet. Um, I had to look really look past it um, and hold the vision of what I could see and just through and through I just knew that this was the house that was for me um, and there's more to the story but it doesn't feel really true to share um, I called them up afterwards, I called the uh, estate agent's office up afterwards and was like, can I apply for it? And they were like, yeah. So I applied um, and within a couple of hours they were like, it's yours. And to hear that after two years of not having my own space. Now I've lived on my own most of my adult life it's only been uh I think since since the pandemic hit 2020 I actually started to have housemates and to live with people 
and it's been a huge journey for me it's been really beautiful because it, it has is taught me a lot about what I need boundary like all of the things but it's also taught me the importance especially because of the work that I offer and the energy it takes to hold the spaces and do the work that I do the importance of who I share my space with and when it's been (laughs) two years coming up to two years of not having your own space still living in beautiful homes and the house that I did live on my own for 10 months but again I was living in boxes there's there's something about having your own space where you can just fully relax there's this it there's this beauty of just having that space and it's something that I have crafted over the past two years of how to find that when I'm in like spaces that don't feel completely aligned that I just have to be an acceptance of um and that's been really beautiful and yet just knowing and having the fact that this time next week I will be in my own home is such a beautiful gift one that I wasn't sure was ever going to happen you know it's been a very long journey but it has it's been so beautiful and one of the one of the main things that has really really landed for me is the importance of when we have unsteady ground in our lives whether that is not having our own home life is just serving us lots of cups of medicine that is feeling quite chaotic um that you know our reality is changing quite quickly and this i think we can all speak into is our reality over the past three years since the pandemic hit has changed incredibly quickly there is something happening that instills quite a lot of like shock within our nervous systems quite quickly and now I don't read the news I don't I don't no, news is not something that comes into my periphery much anymore um, but I am a social media user I have a business on social media so I see things and I can feel we can feel that collective like contraction when the news is you know fear-mongering and stuff and there's a lot of that and the the real kind of power is trying trying is finding your roots within the uncertainty if the pandemic and the past two years has taught me anything is how important it is to stay rooted in your reality rooted in what is true rooted in the body awakening your power through the body turning inwards and learning to close off the external forces that 
are not supportive so that may be news that may be social media that may be relationships friendships you know anything that is not supportive and that doesn't mean cutting everyone off in your life you know we can kind of get really cutthroat with this sometimes and that's also not true you know it's so it's easier to cut off cut people off than to actually be in relation with people now this is obviously nuanced every situation is unique and different but if you find um certain dynamics challenging and you just don't want the challenge so you cut them out of your life then you're actually cutting out the opportunity to grow other example if you have uh, an abusive relationship with someone you know that is most likely something that needs to be addressed properly you know so there's nuance here and it's your up to you to find discernment in yourself with that my upcoming program women rooted has been birthed through <laughs> through these past 2 years it feels like it's been a long gestation and I was going to release it back in September. Yeah, I think it was September of 2022 and it just didn't feel it didn't feel true to do it. And now that I find myself moving and birthing and launching this program into the world at exactly the same time, I know that it was meant to happen this way you know my roots are so strong as they are like i don't want it to happen but if it were to happen again um i know that it is exactly what i need in that moment the universe is offering me some really beautiful teachings and i know that wherever i place myself i will be okay I will, I have the roots, I have the stability within myself. So this is what Woman Rooted is all about. It's finding the stability within yourself, the foundations in yourself to grow and expand from the inside out as opposed to outside in. So when life is serving us chaos or confusion or we're on unsteady ground, we can automatically like grasp for the external to help us to support us to fix us whatever it whatever terminology you want to use here and actually what we really need to do is we need to come in we can have support it's so important in these moments to have support it's the one thing that has been continuous through these years for me i have had support friends um certain family members have been really supportive um mentors i've got always have i think a couple of mentors at a time the same ones have seen me through the whole of this journey and it's really beautiful to have them witness not only the tower moments but also the rising moments you know that's that's a really beautiful gift um and this yeah this is what woman rooted is all about it's unpacking the stories 
It's unpacking the stories, the narratives that have kept you spiraling around those parts of you that feel stuck. It's coming off the wheel of victim consciousness. It's taking responsibility. It's actually aligning with a truth that isn't egoic. Because a lot of what we believe is true isn't. It's rooted in the ego's wants. And that's not wrong, but it's not true. We will be looking at ways to support your nervous system specifically to allow you to open to more. It's all, all of this is held within the body. All of this is held within your body. And this is the beauty of it is because we can alter that. We can, we can expand our nervous system capacity to hold more, to create more, to live more, to love more, to learn more. And we, but we have to be willing to meet it, you know. This woman rooted is, I always want to call it like a sobriety journey. And I don't mean that in like a substance alcohol kind of way, but it really is here to awaken you to the parts of your life that you're addicted to. So the stories, the drama, the valid, external validation, the need to be chosen by people, the chasing people, you know, there's, there's so many ways that it all plays out underlying like really kind of like really subtle and woman rooted is essentially going to be doing this like deep excavation work to allow you to kind of really see it and bring it into your awareness to then alchemize it and find your own new way of being so this program is three months three months long and the group size is really, really intimate. We're going, we're going deep, so we're keeping the group really small. Um, we start the first, so there's two, two separate groups. One is microdosing, a microdosing route, and then the other is a cacao route. So there are two different options. The microdosing one starts on the 21st of March, and then the um, cacao starts on the 20. 2nd of March. There is a application process where we just need to jump on a call to check it's the right pathway for you because we are going deep and I just want to make sure it is going to be in support of you as opposed to busting out your nervous system. So there is a call for just ensuring that it's the right pathway and if you have any questions, etc., etc., then there's space also to ask there. I will drop the link to Woman Rooted in the show notes. And if you have any questions, you can again book a call um, through the link, or you can um, drop me a DM on Instagram. This is my last podcast in the space that I'm in now. So the next podcast I will be recording will be from my new home next week, which is really, really exciting. And the thing is when we step into our new chapters, everyone within our field also steps into a new chapter. So it is a really exciting time to be in my space because 2023 is gonna be a incredibly beautiful year. And I'm so excited for all of you who are 
really ready to come on this incredible ride. <laughs>